Hello everyone, Chad Inman here, also known as the guy with the interesting shoe collection. I am thrilled to be joining you today as we continue our way through the Matthew Audio Devotional. Now I'm a bit of a context fanatic, so before we get to today's reading, I feel led to give a quick recap. Today is our fourth day in a section of Matthew that consists of teachings from Jesus known as the Sermon on the Mount because Jesus was teaching on a mountainside. There is some debate about whether this is a single teaching that covers a broad range of topics or several teachings included together, kind of like the Best of Jesus playlist. No matter where you land on that debate, everyone can agree that Jesus' teaching here is outlining how Jesus wants his followers to live. So with that, I'm going to read today's text, Matthew 5, 38-48, using the New Living Translation. You have heard the law that says that the punishment must match the injury, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. If you are sued in court and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask, and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. You have heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you, and that way you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends his rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your, heaven, your Father in heaven is perfect. Wow. Okay. So it seems like Jesus is turning up the heat here, doesn't it? Up until this point, Jesus' teaching from the Sermon on the Mount has fallen well in line with traditional Judeo-Christian morals. But today, it seems to get real extreme, real quick. So what do we do with this? Is this an extreme expectation meant to beat Christ's followers over the head? Is Jesus really calling his followers to be doormats? We need to step back a minute and recognize that there is some first century Middle Eastern cultural context at play. It is important to understand that striking, backhanding that is, someone's right cheek, right cheek with your right hand is an act of disrespect, not a violent attack. Jesus is highlighting an insulting act that took place in his time and place. Jesus is not suggesting that his followers should allow themselves, or those they care about, to be physically assaulted. So an interesting aside, in Jesus' time, the only acceptable activity to be done with your left hand was to wipe your bum bum. So to turn your left cheek meant you were inviting the other person to strike you with their left hand, an act that would have brought shame and disgrace on them as well. So really, it's almost like Jesus is condoning passive aggressive behavior. Can I get an amen? So anywho, this example and those that follow all have a common thread. Jesus is suggesting that his followers abandon 
not their safety, but their entitlement and so-called right for revenge. They are to humble themselves. They are not too good to carry a soldier's items. Even that if it is a foreign soldier whose very job it was to, to keep them under foreign rule. They are not above being disrespected or even taken advantage of by freeloaders. Earlier in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said he came not to abolish the law, but to accomplish its purposes. In today's reading, Jesus fleshes that out. He's bringing about a shift from the letter of the law, or the literal, to the spirit or purpose of the law. In all three synoptic gospels, that is this book, Matthew, and also Mark and Luke, Jesus states that the greatest commandment, the purpose of all the commandments, is to one love God and to love your neighbor. In Luke, he follows this up with a parable known as the parable of the Good Samaritan that clearly states that our neighbor is anyone and everyone we encounter, even our sworn enemy. So loving your neighbor, or excuse me, loving your enemy, those who have wronged you, is part of loving people, which is in part the purpose of the law. Jesus also makes it clear that we are to love our enemies because God loves his. So who is God's enemy? Well, here's the thing. Romans 5.10 says that all of us were enemies of God and that we were all reconciled to God through Jesus. And that's the key. That must be the starting point as we look at how to apply this teaching. We are free to love our enemies because we, as enemies of God, were reconciled to God through an act of love. Giving grace to others, even our enemies, comes not from white-knuckled effort, but rather by stepping into the grace extended to us through Christ. Jesus instructs us to love our enemies, not to make us all feel like failures, but rather so that they too may experience reconciliation. So where are you at today? Maybe you still feel like an enemy of God. Maybe you think that there is no way that God can love and accept you. Not the real you, anyway. Believe me, I know that feeling. And to you, I say, enemy or not, God loves you and Christ's grace is for you. Perhaps you may have very real enemies in your life. Maybe someone at work or school or perhaps a difficult neighbor. I've been in this place as well, and to you, this gentle reminder. You are reconciled to God solely by grace, and Jesus wants your enemy to experience that same reconciliation. Maybe, just maybe, he might be asking you to be a part of his plan. No matter what side of the aisle you sit on, today's reading is not a condemnation. Instead, it is an invitation to lean into God and his saving grace. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, it's so amazing that even as your enemies, even when we oppose you, you love us, so much so that you have sent your Son so that we may be reconciled to you. May we never lose sight of your unconditional love for us. We ask, God, that you would begin to give us a heart like yours, 
that we would see and feel your desire to reconcile the difficult people in our lives to you. Help us to see where you are working and where you are inviting us to join you in that work. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey guys, have a great day.